every game, every team, every angle. Locked on game to game, your team every day. Welcome in everyone to Game to Game SEC Edition. I'm Jordan Black. If you can believe it, we're already at week six in the college football season. Whether it was a historic showing in Death Valley, the NIL Trash Hawk Bowl in Tuscaloosa, or an East-West Showdown in Athens, there's nothing better than football in the SEC, and we have got a great slate of games to break down for you. Let's kick off our coverage tonight in T-Town, Texas A&M at Alabama. It was one of the games that fans certainly circled after a little off-season back and forth between Jimbo Fisher and Nick Saban. Saturday night in Tuscaloosa, it was a back-and-forth affair at first without Bryce Young leading the Alabama crew, but Jaden Milrow stepped in to the number two role pretty nicely for the Tide. This one went down to the wire, though. We'll let Luke Robinson from Locked on Bama break it down for you as Alabama survives at home. Hey, it's Luke Robinson with Locked on Bama. Um, I'm kind of at a loss for words. I don't... You know, as an Alabama fan who has lived through the greatest dynasty in college football history, we don't get to celebrate wins like this. I know there might be some Alabama fans that do, but they don't they don't understand um this this shouldn't have happened. And I'm very ecstatic we won and um we should have won this thing sixteen times over. I mean, there were so we were clearly the better team. Clearly. And we miss field goals like we have historically but haven't recently. We fumble the ball over and over. We throw picks. We um, can't get first downs when we need them. We uh, commit terrible penalties. Um, yeah, you could nitpick some of them, but most of them were warranted. Um, this team's going to have a real problem next week at Tennessee. I can tell you that. I'm not optimistic right now. Bryce Young or no Bryce Young, there are too many other issues. But for the moment, I guess if you are so inclined, revel in this victory. But I know it's not very easy if you're like me. Um, so catch us on Locked on Bama. We appreciate you guys. And Joey Ikes from Locked on Aggies recaps the other side for us. The Aggies couldn't quite get it done in Tuscaloosa. Hey, guys, this is Joey Ikes with Locked on Aggies. And – the A&M football team went to Tuscaloosa and gave Alabama all they could handle. And it came down to the last play, and A&M just couldn't quite get it done. Tons of credit has to go to the A&M defense that forced four turnovers, almost had two more turnovers, put Alabama in some really tough situations that led to some missed field goals by Alabama. Alabama did everything within their power to make it possible for AM to have a chance to win this game. And AM's offense just couldn't quite pull it out, despite some fantastic efforts from Evan Stewart. Chris Marshall made a couple of really good plays. Haynes King played really gutsy, even if he wasn't as precise or um, as calm and collected as you would like to see, poised as you would like to see your starting quarterback in those kind of moments. But they gave AM a chance, came down to one play at the two-yard line with three seconds left in the game with a chance to score to win the game. Ball goes incomplete over the head of Evan Stewart. Aggies lose 24-20. In a historic blowout win in Death Valley, the Tennessee Volunteers stay unbeaten behind Hennon Hooker and the one-two punch that was Jabari Small in the backfield and Brew McCoy out wide. 
it was a good day for Rocky Top singing that sweet song all the way home to the tune of a 40 to 13 victory. Eric Kane from Locked on Balls shares his thoughts from the Big Dub in Baton Rouge. A big win for Tennessee on the Bayou. It started on a Saturday morning at 11 o'clock, ending in the early afternoon. Tennessee, the perfect start uh, to this football game that results in a 40 to 13 victory. Tennessee is 5-0 for the first time since 2016, and a matchup that everyone is going to be ready for around the country next week between Alabama and Tennessee. But first for LSU, uh, muffing uh, the opening kickoff. Tennessee picking up and scoring on the first drive. Tennessee gets a 59-yard punt return, scores on its next drive. It's 14, it's 10 to nothing before you know what to do with it. Tennessee piles on two more touchdowns in the first half and ends up leading by a score of 37 to 7 by the time you enter the, the fourth quarter. Uh, Hidden Hooker was good enough. Jabari Small, Jalen Hyatt, great days. And the defense, specifically the edge players like Byron Young, Joshua Josephs, and that entire defensive line getting some pressure and doing what they are supposed to do. A great win for the University of Tennessee. We will recap it all on Monday's Locked on Vols. Tennessee is 5-0 for the first time since 2016 with a 40-13 win over LSU. Mississippi State came out firing against Arkansas today in Starkville and never looked back. The Razorbacks without starting QB KJ Jefferson, while Bulldog quarterback Will Rogers is now the all-time leader in completions in the SEC, passing Aaron Murray. The Dogs topping the Hogs as Arkansas has now dropped its third straight, while Mississippi State continues its impressive first half of the season. Locked on Razorbacks, John Neighbors tells us what went wrong for the Hogs on the road Saturday. What's up, everybody? John Neighbors with the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. And the Razorbacks, unfortunately, lose their third straight game of the season by getting blown out to Mississippi State on the road by a final score of 42-17. It's not looking good for the Razorbacks right now, especially when they did not have K.J. Jefferson, their first-string quarterback. He was unable to play in this one. Start with Kate Fortin, didn't go well, but when Malik Hornsby gave him a little bit of a spark, but it wasn't enough, the defense got shredded for some reason, Barry Odom and the defensive sec uh, co uh, coordinators and coaches wanted to run three down linemen the entire game, which Will Rogers just picked Arkansas apart and ended up costing them a lot in this game too. Bad mistakes, not being able to score when you're on the goal line, just makes Arkansas really in a tough spot right now as they're going on the road to BYU next. It doesn't look like it's going to get any easier, but Arkansas is now sitting at 3-3 three and three at the midway point of the season. But we're going to have all the reactions and previews for Arkansas and BYU Coming up this week, so be sure to listen in to the Locked On Razorbacks podcast wherever podcasts are found, as well as on YouTube. Ole Miss visiting Vandy Saturday afternoon and trailed by 10 at the half, but what do great teams do? They adjust. The Rebels did just that, outscoring Vandy 35-8 to in the second half alone. QB Jackson Dart threw for a career-high 448 yards, and the Rebs held on for that road victory. Here's Steve Willis from Locked On Ole Miss. Ole Miss uses a big second half to put away plucky Vanderbilt 52-28. Hi, I'm Stephen Willis with the Locked On Ole Miss podcast. For the first time this season, Jackson Dart would have to win a game himself and answer the question, if the game is on the line, can you trust him to do it? Well, tonight he did. Tonight he threw for 449 yards and three touchdowns. He did have two picks, two pretty bad picks, but three touchdowns with Jonathan Mingo setting the single-game school record for 247 yards with nine catches and two touchdowns. Ole Miss outscored Vandy 42-8 in the last 31 minutes of game time as they unveiled their full offense for the first time. Auburn is up next, 
and the Rebels are looking to put four quarters together, which they haven't done this season. For more information, check out the Locked On Ole Miss podcast, your team, every day. Upset alert in Lexington. 13th ranked Kentucky hosting South Carolina Saturday. The Gamecocks took an early lead and never wavered. It might not have been the prettiest, but South Carolina got it done. Running back Marshawn Lloyd rushed for over 100 yards. And how's this for a fun stat? South Carolina has now blocked five punts this year, the most in the country. Andrew Lyon from Locked on Gamecocks checks in from Columbia. It wasn't always pretty, but the South Carolina Gamecocks get what is definitely one of the biggest wins the football program has had in several years. Hello, everybody. I'm Andrew Lyon, the Locked On Gamecocks podcast, giving you all my quick recap of what was a monumental victory for the South Carolina Gamecocks as they defeat the Kentucky Wildcats 24-14 in Lexington, Kentucky. This is South Carolina's first three-game winning streak since 2017. It is their first win against a ranked opponent in the Shane Beamer era, and it is one that they definitely earned, in my opinion. I understand that Kentucky fans are going to sit there and say that Will Levis did not play tonight, and that made a big difference. I would definitely agree with you, but South Carolina did what they needed to do. They converted really important third down plays in this football game. The defense managed to get pressure on backup quarterback Kaya Sheeran and get multiple sacks on him. And the Gamecocks managed to find a groove in the rushing attack, especially in the third quarter, which was a big turning point in this game where the Gamecocks really took momentum and slowly but surely built up a lead, which the Kentucky Wildcats were unable to overcome at the end of the day. So cannot overstate enough how big of a win this is for Shane Beamer in this program and what he is trying to build in Columbia. They will be now going into a bye week before their next big opponent in the Texas A&M Aggies in just a couple weeks. I'm Andrew Lyle, the Locked On Gamecocks podcast. Signing off for now, I'll give you all more of my reaction on Monday. Through six weeks in the college football season already, how is it so? Alabama and Georgia stay steady while Tennessee continues its tear, setting up for a top 10 kickoff next week in T-Town. With every win and loss, the Locked On Network's local experts will be here to break it down each and every week for you. Thanks so much for joining in. I'm Jordan Black, and we'll see you next time right here on Game to Game SEC.